Previously on Plotty Time. You'd play the game for 700 hours and still be like singing along to the Mario underwater level music. Are we led to believe that at this point there's this huge area on this planet that just no one's been to? What happens when we finally get to the vault? Steel opens it. Boom. everyone and welcome to plotty time the podcast where we three gamers discuss video game stories in detail without the necessary inappropriate backlash on one side of the table we have chump slap blue has the most antioxidants and on the other side of the table is dr scientist did you ever eat a chili dog while on the back of a motorcycle <laughs> my name is papa scotch and as i always say shoot a nuke down a bug hole you got a lot of dead bugs <laughs> Welcome to Plotty Time. Such a fantastic movie. Oh, it's so great. I could just do the rest of the quotes this year of just that movie, and it'd be fine. Rico's rough next. <laughs> I'm doing my part. <laughs> I'm doing my part. <laughs> they'll keep fighting, and they'll win. <laughs> I'm telling you guys, if this doesn't work out, I'm going into broadcasting. <laughs> you kill it. <laughs> but, uh... Uh, first up, as always, Papa Scotch's correction crevice. Week two in a row, we nailed it. We were completely perfect again. Well, it was like fifty-four in a row before that last. One. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. And those, all those, were my fault. I think we should we should keep a tally. If if so, I think I have about sixty percent of the ones we screwed up. <laughs> Probably. Probably. Yeah, yeah, sounds about right. But hey, we play our cards right. We'll have some new correction crevices for you <laughs> next week. I'll say tomorrow. There's the first one for next week. Great. All right. I fucked up saying correction crevice. Correction I fucked cross. up saying correction crevice. It should be next week, not tomorrow. I'm sorry. Anyway, so let's get into our normal start. Uh, what'd we do this week? And we're going to start with you, as we always do, Dr. Scientist. What'd you play? What'd you watch? What'd you do? What's going on? Well, I uh, watched a bunch of the Resident Evil movies. Ooh. Awesome. Which ones? Um, Give us all the details. Like four or five of them. Does it really matter? They're all the same. <laughs> they're all pretty. They're all good. Did you see the one? I forget which one it is, but it's the one where they're in like those simulated towns or whatever, or different worlds in that shield bubble thing. Uh, yes. Which one was that? I don't remember what their names are. <laughs> I know it's, yeah, it's very difficult. I know I watched the first one, and I watched yep. the one where like. She's riding a motorcycle. I think that's a lot. <laughs> Doesn't she always ride a motorcycle? I don't think so. Was is she in the desert? Was that the desert yeah, one? Yeah, with all the zombies chasing. Uh, okay, that was Extinction. Okay. Okay. And I think I watched the 3D one. Not in 3D, but... Last one I watched was when they shut down the town and she had a little kid with her. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think that's the second one. <laughs> There's like... I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and they all the names they got to do a better yeah, job. It's like of that. Apocalypse, Ragnarok, Dead End, <laughs> Afterlife. We all uh, we all make fun of movies for like when they get into the higher numbers, like Freddy Eight or whatever. But now I think there's kind of a use for that. Like if the Resident <laughs> yeah. Evils were numbered, I'd be like, oh yeah, Eight was the one with the the town that they were going in and blowing up or the, whatever. The only way you know you watch them in order is if you see the year they were released. Yeah, exactly. It's weird. And then the titles are so just, they're repetitive. <laughs> yeah. They, movies are amazing. Titles, we could do better at that. Just yep. saying. Just, you know, there's room just for improvement. Throwing that out there. 
Yeah, absolutely. And um, I finished the Borderlands DLC. Oh, yeah? Yeah. How was the boss? Not bad. Not bad at all. I figured out why the dogs were killing me all the time. Because uh, they kick grenades back at you. Oh, uh, that makes sense. Uh, those assholes. <laughs> <laughs> so you grow, you throw grenades and they just kick them back towards yeah. you. And like I had the homing ones and they would just kick them. And they'd like roll across the ground and I didn't notice it at first. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so when you play a new one and you fight the dogs, don't throw grenades. What if you threw like a transfusion? Would it still, would it suck your health out or would it well, they, still go after them? They kick it before it explodes. I don't think transfusions explode though. Yeah, I don't know. I don't use transfusion. Oh, that's weird. I was using the hexes. Uh, of course. Yeah. Remember in like, uh, I think it was two when the transfusions were so overpowered? Oh, yeah, they were awesome. There was no reason to use anything else? I always use typo negative in Borderlands 2. Oh, yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah. And uh, I played Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice. Oh, never heard of it. <laughs> Me neither. How was it? It was good. It was good. It was an indie game, like set Norse mythology. Side scroller by Ninja Theory. No, it's a 3D kind of hack and slasher. Mm, kind of Metroidvania. It's not a Metroidvania. He <laughs> <You> tried. <laughs> Pretty linear, <laughs> but it was good. It's about a woman who's she's trying to save her love boyfriend, I guess, from hell. And you go and you fight. Oh, so it's the opposite of that. Every other where they're saving their girlfriends from hell, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Dante. Yeah, cool. it was a good one. If you ever find it for free, I guess pick it up because you don't want to pay for it. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, I mean, I would. I, I did pay for it, but you wouldn't. It's true. <laughs> it's got me pegged. <laughs> and I, I started the Control DLC. Oh, yeah? Yep, yep. I, I did the same thing. I didn't get very far, but what do you think of it so far? It's Control. There's parts of it that are awesome, and then you get to parts that are just frustrating. And the enemies. What do you think of the new enemies? Fucking annoying, right? Dude, it... Which are the new enemies? Because I find myself dying a lot. <laughs> the ones that teleport around and throw pickaxes at you. Oh, those fuckers, yeah. Those are very annoying. And then whenever you finally beat those, some sniper guy just kills you from yeah. across the room, and you're like, oh, you son of a bitch. Yeah. Oh, sounds fun. It, well, it's control. And I got I got to this side quest I played before we I came here for about two hours, and I died about five minutes into it every single time. Really? <laughs> yeah. I, I went from like 300,000 of the money down to like 50 something. I was like, that's it. I got to hang this up and Jesus. go record this podcast. Yeah, I I played it a little. I want to get back to it, but I actually got sidetracked with... The Division 2? No, I haven't played it yet. We'll get into it. What else did you do? Let's start there. Uh, well, the, I just played those and worked. All right. Yeah. Watch anything fun? Like maybe any Netflix documentaries that recently came out? No. No, nobody watched Tiger King. Yeah. Damn it, I really <laughs> want to talk about it. Oh, did you watch it? Yeah, of course I did. I've heard good things. I've heard terrible things. It is... Well, it, are you into that documentary style, like the uh, the staircase? and Not so much content, but the style? Yeah, kind of. Evil Genius was good, but I didn't like the staircase. Okay, so it's kind of in the same style as Evil Genius, but it's more insane. It's the It's the craziest thing I've ever seen. Hmm. These these people are all out of their goddamn minds. Yeah, all I know is he was on Joe Oliver and he ran for president. John Oliver. Yeah, they did incorporate that into the documentary a little bit. I heard he was a meth head. Well. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I dude, there's, <laughs> dude, there's meth use. There's murder for hire plots. There's 
euthanizing of tiger cubs because they got too old to be cute, supposedly. Um, cults, harems, like it is crazy. Huh. Interesting. So why don't you tell us about it and tell us what you did? Yeah. Why don't you tell us what else you did this week? Great. Okay. So I watched Tiger King. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was interesting. It's uh, popping right now. You definitely recommend it then? I would for sure. Yeah. Right, it's. Cool. If you weren't stuck at home, would you recommend it? I think so. I think it's entertaining. I mean, even if it's, even if you're not that big into documentaries, the story is so ridiculous. It's like. If someone wrote that as a Hollywood movie, you'd be like, dude, that's bullshit. There's no way this much crazy <laughs> shit is happening at this one place. Fair. But uh, I would recommend it. I watched that, and I also watched a movie I hadn't seen since I was a kid. Oh, oh let's you know- guess. Monster okay. Squad. Oh, that's a good guess. No. Um, <sighs> Short Circuit 2. God damn, no. I wish I watched that, though. <laughs> Never Ending Story. No, no. You guys aren't going to get it. City Slickers 2, (laughs) the quest for Curly's Gold. (laughs) You nailed it. Great job. Little Monsters. No. Uh, Are we we done guessing? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Drop Dead Fred. (laughs) You should have just watched City Slickers 2. I know. Well, now I didn't think about that, you know. (laughs) But uh, it was... was, I don't know, man. (laughs) No, I mean... You look, it doesn't hold up. Um, I mean, it holds up as much as an imaginary friend movie can hold up. Like, also, I completely forgot Carrie Fisher was in that as Phoebe Cates' friend. Also, I was close with Little Monsters, imaginary <laughs> friends. Yeah. Pretty close, yeah. Interesting. Except, you know, one's like an actual monster slash, I don't know. That's just an unimaginative kid. Either way, <laughs> watch that. It, it holds up. It is fucking weird. And if I got into a conversation about if it's is Fred real or is he not real? Because it doesn't make sense because sometimes he interacts with the real world and sometimes no one but no one can see him ever. I don't know. It was very very (laughs) sixth sense. Very philosophical conversation. Yeah, you could get into a very big philosophical question. You had this conversation. Not at all, actually. (laughs) I saw I saw a good tweet and it just said. Yeah, it had like officer colon. How high are you? And he said, No, officer. It's high. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, that's good. Uh, but yeah, go see Drop Dead Fred. <laughs> Other than that, I played the control expansion a little bit. Uh, I plan to go back to it, but I got sidetracked by playing this week's game. Oh, oh that's well. why I watched the movies. <laughs> yeah, I just did a run of it. Uh, we'll get to that in a second. But the other thing I played. Uh, also, I guess part news is that Call of Duty released Modern War... Well, I guess it's not Call of Duty. The people who own Call of Duty released Modern Warfare 2, the campaign remastered, yeah. out of nowhere. They just were like... Like, videos started showing up on YouTube, and then all of a sudden, the next day, it's like, oh, it's in the PlayStation Store. Go buy it. So you bought it? I thought it was free. No, I bought it. It was like 30 bucks for the campaign. Just yeah. the campaign? For like, what, eight hours? Uh, eight to ten. Plus, I'll platinum it. So, oh, fair enough. You'll numb it. I'll probably get like twenty hours of it, and it's one of those games I'd go back to and revisit once in a while because it was. If we're talking about Call of Duty games, it was one of the best. So that's fair. I'll give it that. Well, one of the best campaigns or one of the best. Games? Uh, it had one of the best Call of Duty campaigns. Okay. 
Yeah, it actually makes sense. Is that the one we were walking through the airport? Yes. Yeah, with the terrorists. Yeah. Yep, There's that's a that big one. Stink about it back in the day. Oh, I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're just. I, I love the. I love the argument to it. Like it's it's a part of the story because you're undercover and you're part of this operation. And then the other guys know you're an American, so they murder you to be found. And that's what starts, like, World War Three. So it's an important part of the story. It happens. And I love how the the defense was, well, you don't have to mow down all these civilians. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, you can beat the mission without firing your gun. Did you ever see the show uh, Sleeper Cell? I have not. It's uh, a good show. You should watch it. Sound like that. We have to kill civilians. Well, it's about a guy who's undercover in a, in like an Al Qaeda terrorist cell in the United States. Like they're a mm-hmm. sleeper cell, and he's part of it. Huh. Really? What's it on? I, I'm pretty sure I saw it on Netflix, but I don't know if it still is. I watched. I saw it like ten years ago. It's fair. Interesting. I'll take a look. Uh, other than that, that's all I played this week. So uh, now, what everyone's really waiting for. <laughs> The shitty Chump Slap movie. <laughs> Sir Chump Slap, what'd you watch, play? What's going on over there? Well, I played Doom some more. I think I'm almost at the end right now. Hectic. Yeah, but there's a this one enemy that just it's such a pain in the ass. And he's like the boss of one level. And then you know how they do. He's in every fucking battle in the next level. Yeah, yeah. That sounds about right. So I died a whole bunch and I turned it off since since then I haven't touched it. Is but. it the axe guy? Because I saw people Yes, the Marauder. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. He does look annoying. Yeah. Chucks axes, throws dogs at you, has a shield. Throws dogs. <laughs> <laughs> well not throws them. He oh. summons them and oh. they fucking chase you down. I uh I was totally going to buy uh the new Resident Evil three game that dropped and I was like, dude, I didn't I barely played do I I have so many games on my list. And I completely forgot I still have to play through that campaign. Yeah, you do. And once you get to the Marauder, <laughs> make sure we all know how, how you did. Okay. <laughs> I will be very vocal. <laughs> yeah, that's all I really played, but I watched a whole shitload of movies. Oh, no. Really? On unemployment? Yeah. Well, like what? <laughs> City Slickers well, 2. <laughs> I wish. That'd be, great. That'd be great if you just read your list of the movies you watched. <laughs> Uh, I watched, do you guys see this Mandela Effect movie where the guy just gets obsessed with the Mandela Effect? The one with Jim Carrey? No. I just made that up. <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> You're thinking of 23. Oh. <laughs> it's a totally different movie. Um, I've heard of it, but I know nothing what, about it. What's it called? What? The movie. Is it just called it's called movie? Mandela Effect. I saw, yeah, I've heard about it. I just didn't. It's like the, his kid dies and then he's like, oh, well, maybe we're in a different reality. He goes through this whole thing. Is it better than the X-Files episode? No. Oh, okay. Obviously. Yeah, it's a dumb but question. It's, it's okay. It's not great. Uh, I watched Look Away. It's about this high school girl who gets bullied and has low self-esteem or whatever. So she looks in the mirror and there's like an evil one. Of her? Of her. And they like swap spots. I saw that. And it goes around that. killing people. It awesome. Was, it wasn't that great. I mean, eh. It's a lot of gory deaths and stuff. That was cool, but that's about it. Okay. Watch this movie called Snatchers. Where this... Like the eggs? <laughs> Not Snatch. <laughs> oh. It was us that wanted a caravan. 
<laughs> it was three minutes, five minutes ago. <laughs> but it's about like a high school senior gets pregnant and then the next day she gives birth to like this alien. Awesome. It, it's it's fucking weird, but it, it's comedy horror type. It was okay. I'd say check that one out. Blow the Man Down. You guys Ooh. hear about this one? It's a Am- Amazon original about these two girls that live in a like fishing village, accidentally kill somebody and then try to cover it up. Is it like the based on a true story? It very well could be, oh. but it's, it's no not... one's talking about it because <laughs> <laughs> they get away with it, you know. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. it was good. It was probably yeah. the best movie I so watched. Kind of like week. Thoroughbreds. I never really watched Thoroughbreds. But yeah, it sounds like it. <laughs> <laughs> I know what thoroughbreds is. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's about right. <laughs> never saw it, but yeah, you're dead on. <laughs> All right, on to the next movie. <laughs> it's called Ravers, about uh, a botched energy drink. <laughs> <laughs> they pass out at a rave and it turns everyone right. into these zombies or something oh i would i, I might have watched it if it wasn't a zombie movie well they're not really zombies they just like it's something about they're just corporate lackeys about testosterone overdose and they just get ragey and ah it was so isn't bad. that just the plot of uh i zombie i'll answer the question you guys didn't watch that yes it is <laughs> <laughs> There's literally a poisoned energy drink that makes zombies happen on a cruise. Yeah, I feel like I've heard that multiple times. It's like a Cabin in the Woods type movie nowadays, you know? Yeah. But well, you'd recommend it? It was amazing? No, it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It wasn't even good for me. <laughs> oh. It it's very... It's it's a slapper, but it's not the slapper of the week, which goes to... <laughs> relaxer. <laughs> is it about a poisoned muscle relaxant? No, no this one great. was fucking crazy. It's about this kid who lives in his brother's house, and his brother's always making him do like challenges, like the coconut challenge. <laughs> he tries, like, yeah, like drink milk and not piss and stuff like that. But he has a challenge to beat the 256 level of. Pac-Man. The one that can't be beaten. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, he, and he can't get off the couch. So he's just sitting on the couch through the whole movie trying to beat this level. And it gets fucking insane. He probably grows into the couch, doesn't he? Kind of. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's tired of thirst and he's trying to like open a window and get a cup to get rain and shit. And then he, uh, it, and then it gets Dude. insane. Oh, then it gets yeah. <laughs> oh man, awesome! Just wait until they have all these fucking quarantine isolation movies that are going to come out with fucking <laughs> shitty artists now. But it's they're writing their screenplays. It was like the slappiest thing I've seen in a long time. <laughs> Would it possibly is it in the running for the slapper of the year? So far, yeah, I'd have to all say right. it is. <laughs> Still very early. A lot of movies to watch. Should have been the man eating start. sofa in that movie. Oh yeah, that's that's in a. That's in the run. <laughs> well, we don't want to spoil it for all the listeners, yeah, but you know, I, I'd say this one, this one ekes it it's, out. It's only April. I mean, he's got like 
This one goes above and beyond anything I've seen this year. So, so check it out, everybody. Yeah, check it out. Tell me how bad of a choice it was. <laughs> All right. So that will take us to video game news slash entertainment news slash stuff. I have three pieces of news. Uh, one's a rumor. One's speculation, and one's some bullshit no one cares about. <laughs> That's not news. That's like, yeah, none of that is news. <laughs> yeah, we're going in that order, too. <laughs> so, first one is the rumor. There was a semi-credible leak about the new Resident Evil game. Uh, it's supposed to be a completely different game, a reveal supposedly coming this month, and it's supposed to be a massive departure from the rest of the series that will leave fans probably pretty mad about Resident Evil but they should come around because it's supposed to be a Wait, good game. The new one? Or like the one that eight? was just out? <laughs> no, eight, like number eight or oh, I thought you said three. the one after seven. Uh. That's the rumor. Uh, supposedly sometime in April they're going to like do the official release and stuff like that. <laughs> so that sounds like a terrible rumor. It's all a battle royale. <laughs> <laughs> it be might hilarious. be a game that people don't like. <laughs> good rumor. <laughs> now the rumor is just it's a complete... Departure from the rest of the series. Top down <laughs> dual stick shooter. <laughs> and apparently it's been in development for up to three years. They said the end of 2016 it started development. When was seven out? Probably That's been a while. 15, 16. Nah, it's not that. I, I didn't know if it was 16 or 17 or 18. but I think it's 17. It's been a while since Resident Evil 7 came out. And that was fucking great. And that was first person, which they never did. Oh, so now they're so, going to do something different. Side scroller. That would be quite a departure. Fourth person. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's just going to be like Command and Conquer style, like RTS type game. <laughs> anyway. Second person. All right, now give us the bullshit. Or wait, the no. Rumor hearsay? Is that hearsay, what said? yeah, yeah. <laughs> the hearsay is there's a reports coming out about Borderlands 3, uh, Studio Gearbox not paying out the bonuses to all the developers. Okay. So, Whoa. well, the idea was that they were going to they have a bonus structure and supposedly Gearbox pays a little bit less than the other video game companies, but they offer a profit sharing program. Okay. And uh basically to recruit people for Borderlands 3, they used the stats from Borderlands 2, some of which we're talking like six-figure bonuses for people. Mm-hmm. Like just programmers and whomever. So they use that as a selling point to recruit people for Borderlands 3 and then are ended up paying them a shitload less. Well, than sounds like corporate expected. America. And a global pandemic shutting down the economy. <laughs> right. But uh, the thing is, 2K described it as a billion-dollar global brand, and they basically use that to lie to employees to get them for cheaper. Yeah. Supposedly. Wow. Suppo- allegedly. The allegedly. management lied to their employees? I believe it. That doesn't happen in America. I know. We need smaller governments, guys. <laughs> That's the way to fix this. Because, I mean, companies, you know, there's a couple scamps out there, but they're the good yes, guys. Yes, definitely. And they're definitely people, too. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. <laughs> so let's tell us some news that you at least know is kind of true. Oh. This news I do know is true, and it's a bunch of nerd bullshit only nerds care about. So, Magic the Gathering. A card got changed. Oh, yeah. Did Can't we hear about it. this? The uh, a card called Space Godzilla Death Corona got its name changed to Space Godzilla Void Invader. Yeah, 
it's going to be a hot commodity. I'm going to buy that shit right up. Yeah, you're probably not going to be able to afford it when it comes <laughs> No, out. probably not. Uh, it is an uncoming kaiju expansion set. Sort Ikoria of. Lair of Bohemus. The first shit, printing yeah. run features a Space Godzilla Death Chrono card. And now they've officially switched it. So that's probably going to be a pretty rare one out there, I'd say, right? Fuck yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah. Any thoughts about new... Ma- guys, I specifically put this in. Yeah. So you guys can you start talking, talking magic cards. Magic. Well, we're in the middle of the, the spoiler, spoiler season yeah. right now, so commander decks are looking pretty sweet. Yeah, I'm not really excited. Except for those sweet Godzilla box stoppers. <laughs> Zixar is pretty cool. Can't wait to pull a Death Corona and turn around and sell it. And the Elemental Mental Otter was banned already in Commander, so that's <laughs> shit, yeah. <laughs> I was just waiting for you guys to just be done. All right, we'll move on. No more. All right. You don't have okay. anything to say about it? Uh, I think it's rad, and I like the card art. It looks like a big kaiju. It's neat. Shit, yeah, it is. It's like that uh, Lone Gunman episode about people hijacking airplanes and crashing into towers. You'll never see it again. Exactly. It's going to be poof. I don't know if that's a winning strategy. Do you think that would work? Uh, eh, maybe 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Any hoodles. But don't they delay like the Marvel movies again? Probably. Yeah, they. I think they picked a new release date for uh, Black Widow. Yeah, it's like in September now or something. Yep. Uh, Last of Us Two got delayed indefinitely, so we have no idea when that's coming that's out. That's great because now I don't have to pay for it yet. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to that one. And speaking of magic cards, that set got delayed a month. Yeah. Release. Good times. Yeah, you love it. I just wish I didn't have to work. I'm a chump, it seems like. Sure are. <laughs> all right, so that's all I got for news. How about we get into the game this week? How does that sound? Why don't you tell us about this classic from whatever. Last year. In <laughs> 1999. Well, maybe I will this week. <laughs> We're talking about the 1998-2019 classic Resident Evil 2. Uh, We're kind of doing something a little bit different. We're going to talk about the original a little bit, but for the most part, we are going to go over the story of the remake so that we are avoiding the question at the end, would I play it? Uh, You can't say maybe if there was a new remake of it. Oh, that's fair. Oh. And also the cutscene movies for two, like the original one were like 20 minutes long and the remake ones were like an hour and a half. So I went with the remake anyway. So remake looked way better. (laughs) It did. It had way better graphics. So we're going to focus on the remake, which was released January 25th, 2019, developed by Capcom and published by Capcom. (laughs) It was written by, I don't have anybody here. So let's just say, I don't know, Jesus, Jesus wrote it. He did. How close is it to the original? Uh, pretty close. There's a couple differences. We'll go over that. Don't you worry, buddy. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I know you're prepared. I'm not. <laughs> I have a whole list of them we'll go over. I was waiting to wait for the end. I mean, we can do them in the front if you want. No, it's no, your day. No, no, no. It's yours. How about you bring them up when they happen? Yeah. I like that. Ooh, Tell us the differences. I didn't prepare for that, but I'll give it a shot. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, it was released for Windows, PlayStation 4, Xbox One. It is a I, survival horror game, action adventure, and I picked it. 
So <laughs> I will give us all the fancy game rundown. Uh, I guess recap of one slash rundown. Yeah, go ahead. Recap yeah. one. All right. Well, or they could just go listen to the podcast and come back. That's right. You can go listen to Resident Evil One. We covered that already at a previous date. I don't have in front of me, so <laughs> go listen to that one. So Resident Evil Two takes place pretty much the next day. Or a question. day or two after. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Tuesday. It was one of those where <laughs> I was waiting for you guys to correct me if you knew for sure. But anyway, Oodles, it starts very soon after Resident Evil 1. Resident Evil 1, there is a zombie outbreak in an underground lab that lived underneath the, the mansion. Lab lived under lived the mansion? Yeah, the lab was underneath the mansion in Resident Evil 1. Yes. It lived there. Yes. Okay. It lived there, yes. All it's right. alive. And then they accidentally spilled some virus. Zombies happened. They started creeping into the mansion and the surrounding area. So this takes place seemingly either during Resident Evil 1 or just after. I think uh, as far as the timeline goes, it's supposed to take place a little bit after because... Is it like a little bit after two hours later? Or is it a little bit after like a couple days? Is I think like weeks because in Resident Evil 2, uh, Claire finds... Claire Redfield is Chris's sister. She finds a letter saying that Chris went to Europe. And so he, they might have finished that, came back, and then left, but or it might have been taking place that same evening. There's probably a real answer to this. I didn't look it up. Do they blow up the lab at the end of Resident Evil? Yeah. Because there's self-destructs. Yeah, because there's definitely a crater that they talk about in Resident Evil 2. Mm. So it has to be... Yes, but that's a different crater where they're building the new lab underneath uh, Raccoon City. Resident Evil 1 took place in the mountains right next to the RK mountains right next to Raccoon City. This one takes place in the police station and other locations in Raccoon City. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. Good Makes explanation. Sense. Good rundown. Good rundown. Yeah. You you start the game. You can play as just like Resident Evil 1. You have two different, I guess, playthroughs. You can play as Leon, who is a... Rookie to the police force, kind of just showing up for his first day. Or Claire Redfield, Chris's sister, who's looking for her brother. And then, you know, during her playthrough, she gets pretty sidetracked. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> like, forgets he exists for a while. Right. And Chris and Jill were in the first one, right? That is correct. Mm-hmm. Jill so has we have no idea of what happens to Jill. She has no relation to anybody in this. No, she does not. All right. Leon Kennedy doesn't either. He's a new character for two. Fair enough. Well, you would think this have to happen either the same night or sort because Jill and Chris escape. Yes, I th- I think it's the same night or very soon after one because you find like uh, journals and stuff about pe- like the zombie outbreak starting, but no one really understands it's a zombie outbreak or knows what it is. They're just like, these people are sick. What's going on? Yeah. And uh, then the meth. zombies spread from there. It's just it's a couple just days meth. after it happened, I think. Okay. Right? All right, all right. That's what we'll go. Cannon. Maybe a week. Plotty time cannon. The only cannon okay. that matters. <laughs> Damn right. So uh, we start the game on a truck driver, for some reason, who... Is driving, listening to terrible talk radio. He freaks out, hits it, and after he sees a person in the road. I had a lot of Zombievers flashbacks watching this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could see that for sure. Maybe Zombievers stole it from Resident Evil 2. <gasps> but this party wasn't even in the first one, so... <laughs> so they stole it from Zombievers is what you're saying. 
They stole it from Zombievers, exactly. All I, I want to say about this scene is when the guy's chewing on his hamburger, it doesn't look like he was chewing. <laughs> it's, it's bad chewing animations. That's all I'm saying. No, but that hamburger looked delicious. Yeah, though, right? <laughs> Fuck yeah. <it> <laughs> you guys got to get out more. <laughs> <laughs> we can't. Wow. <laughs> but, uh,. He hits this lady in the road. He's freaking out. He's like, what the fuck's going on? And the lady gets up, bites him, and he gets back in his car- truck and leaves. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, actually, she just rises, and then it cuts away. But that's what happens. We'll figure it out later. So we fl- swip over, swip. We swap <laughs> over to Leon driving his vehicle into town. He stops at a gas station, just, you know, fuel up, sees a cop car with the door open. Here's a little bit of a ruckus inside. So he hops in to go investigate. Uh-oh. And this is where the actual playable portion of the game starts. Uh, as he walks in, he sees a guy that's bleeding all over the place. He's like, what's going on? He points to the back. He goes back there, sees a police officer wrestling with a zombie. He then gets bit. Shit goes down. Leon shoots a bunch of people. He gets bit because Leon distracted him from what he was doing. Just saying. Yes, this this was Leon's fault. You are correct. <laughs> all right. He's like, look, my balls. What? <laughs> Exactly. That's exactly how it went down. <laughs> uh, you kind of le- there's a little bit of a tutorial here on like how to fire your weapon and aim and like you have to unlock the door to get back into the rest of the gas station. But it's uh, it's like how to use keys and that kind of you know video game bullshit. Yeah, it's a good tutorial level. Uh, yeah, and then Leon runs through the gas station to get out, and as he's running through the door, Claire opens the other side. And this is our introduction to Claire as seen through Leon's playthrough. All right. How does Claire end up at the gas station? I assume by coincidence because she was also in her playthrough. She just shows up at the gas station too, just driving into town. Okay. That's what um, it's kind of like the, the cutscene movie did its best to basically take uh, each player has a run through a main story run through and then they have a B run through. So the B run through is pretty much exactly like the A, except items are in different locations. Some of the story's a little bit different, but for the most part, it's like A, just like a little mixed up. Okay. Uh, and it's tough to do because most of the main story beats and the main things you do are done the same, especially the puzzles. They're, they're the same in both playthroughs. So where the stories diverge is what characters you meet and interact with right. during your playthroughs. All right. So the movie did its best to make like a single <clears throat> continuity playthrough. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we'll cover it the best we can. So basically in this part, you just grab, you shoot a zombie that's going to attack Claire, and then you guys both fuck off in the stolen cop car to Raccoon City. <laughs> yeah, you both leave your cars behind. Yeah. Interesting choice. And you take the cop car. Yeah. Like, you had the keys? It was in the car. Oh. So it was still running. So their plan is to go to the police station? Yes. Uh, that's that's what they're thinking, because something's clearly wrong. People are dead there. Uh, Claire's like, oh, my brother's at the police station. That'll be great. Yeah, let's go there. And there's a thing on the radio that says, all survivors go to police station, because that's where you're supposed to meet up to get away from the zombies. I remember, I'll, t- I'll tell you this part. I remember playing this game when it came out, last like the year. original one, and in, in, yes, yeah. definitely <laughs> last year. That's a whole other thing I'll get into, but I remember playing it in the 90s when it came out, and I remember thinking that Claire and Leon 
were like fucking adults. <laughs> like old ass established people. And then you see this playthrough and you're like, Claire's a child. Yeah. She's like, I think she's supposed to be like 21 or 22. Yeah. She's very young. I mean, she's a badass. Oh, yeah. That's, but, uh, goes without saying. Very young. Uh, too young. It's weird. Stop thinking about it. Yeah. I'm not, <laughs> who is? Who is? What are you You're talking about? You're making it. No. <laughs> All Me? right. No. So. Man, all right, so the credits roll, they talk a little bit in the car about that stuff. Uh, they drive into the downtown, see it overrun with zombies. So they try to get out, and then our zombified truck driver from the beginning causes a huge wreck. Car, Cop car blows up. They both get separated, and they agree to just meet at the police station, so they both fuck off towards the police station. They were pretty close to the police station, right? Just like two blocks away, one block. Yeah, a block or two. This is also kind of like a little bit tutorial. Like there's a bunch of zombies around you, but they're not really. You can you can just run around them. Yeah. Seems like you could run around almost everything. Yeah. I think you could run around things easier in this than the original one because the remakes halls are like way wider. <laughs> yeah. And more filled in. So yeah, you could pretty much just shoot him in the legs and run past him. But uh, Leon eventually gets to the police station. Uh, he's able to get through the gate and close the massive gate behind him. He hops in and sees on the security camera that some officer is in the east hallway saying, Hey, I got a way out, and it's right here. And he holds up something. You don't know what it is. He holds up something. And then he gets bit, and Leon's like, Fuck, I got to go check out this guy. You head into the east hallway, and one of the... Most slapper moments of the game happens. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you tell us about that, Sir Chomp Slap? You find the guy who was on the camera, and he's trying to climb under a door. What kind of gate, I, I guess? Yeah, the kind you see in police stations all the time. Yeah. It's I like, guess it's supposed to be like a fire safety gate or God knows what. It's like a mall. You yeah, know? yeah. yeah. <laughs> so if you come in after hours, you can't get in that way. Yeah. Long. So he's trying to crawl in. You're like, oh, give me your hand. You grab him. You help pull him in. And oh, my God, he's getting attacked on the other side. And by the time you pull him in, he's only half the man. Ooh. Literally. Crook. Yes. No, no waist what? down. Gone. <laughs> like John Crook. So you're like, yeah, oh, shit. Oh, that's going to be a fun hashtag. <laughs> uh, so uh, you get the thing he had in his hand, which turned out to be like a little journal. Or like a little notepad? Yeah. Oh, I didn't Let's just know. say his, his cop notepad. Oh, yeah, they'll kind of use to fill out tickets and stuff. Yeah, he's like, this is how you get out. What the fuck? And you look at it, and it's a bunch of stupid pictures. And you're like, okay, whatever. Just drew a this bunch of dicks on it. <laughs> yeah, that'd be yeah. great. It's the way to get out, and it's just drawings of dicks. <laughs> I had to say something or no one would come for me. Genius. And the resolution's bad on the cameras. You can't tell. Yeah. <laughs> So Leon gets suited up in his cop uniform, and uh, he, he drops an interviewing an interesting piece of information as he meets Marvin, another police officer who seems to be wounded in the station. And he says, you know, I, Leon says something along the effect of, I wish I was here last week, but they called me and told me to wait another week. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah, like, apparently he was supposed to show up. They called and say, hey, why don't you give another week there, sailor? And then... And Marvin's like, you lucky bastard. <laughs> yeah. That's we Why would they ever do that? Was it like a, 
lethal weapon things. Like this guy was supposed to retire. He's <laughs> stuck on for another week. Maybe <laughs> he's got to close this last case. It's really bugging him. And we, you know, we don't have the payroll. Like Leon can't be here for the pizza party. <laughs> this whole part, we're kind of going through the story quickly, but there's a lot of running around the police station, solving puzzles. Yeah. yeah. Interesting police station. Yeah. Well, they did say in the game, their excuse was it used to be a museum. Oh, yeah, because oh, museums that, have that. That's how that works. Museums have trap doors, security <laughs> gates, crazy statuesque puzzles. Yeah. All kinds of shit. <laughs> it used to be a magician's museum. <laughs> I wish I Dude, that would have been me. great. <laughs> that would have been such a great idea. Why aren't you writing these games, Chomp Slap? Maybe I will. <laughs> I, wish, I want to win the lottery and build a house that has all these stupid traps. Like, you want to go to the bathroom? <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Find, Find the three pendants that put it in the <laughs> clock and you can turn it for the right time. <laughs> And then you make one, like, really obvious, like, well, I know I saw this one in the clock in the living room. (laughs) The other one you go to get and you run to another puzzle, like, dude, I have to shit (laughs) so bad. We cannot be doing this puzzle bullshit. Uh, Uh, I believe you are on the record as saying, Dr. Scientist, that you would be a great rich person. Oh, yeah, (laughs) I would be. That's true. Uh Uh-huh. So uh, you've, you've... Go back to Marvin. He's looking at the security camera, and he sees Claire on the other side of a gate. Yeah, she's, like, screaming for help. So Leon's like, I better go check that out. And as he's running that way, a helicopter crashes into yeah. the station. Yeah. Woo. Classic video game helicopter crash. Mark that on your bingo boards. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Except no one lives. Oh, true. We're still waiting for you guys to uh, send us the bingo board. <laughs> if you need any other ideas, send us an email. We'll, we have so many ideas for spots. <laughs> So uh, Leon gets to the gate, and he meets with Claire on the other side. They have a little talk, but uh, neither of them have a key to the gate, so Claire has to basically double back and run around. Why couldn't she climb it? Because this is Resident Evil, and you can't do that. I thought there was, like, barbed wire on top. I don't know. Let's say there's barbed wire. Oh, see? Okay. That makes more sense. Why don't you take off her coat and throw it over the barbed wire? Because she needs her coat later. Because <laughs> it's cold out. We go. We follow Claire a little bit. She goes. She eventually doubles back back into the police station, and she sees some big guy in the security camera. And she's like, "What's that all about?" We'll explain later. And then uh, <laughs> she actually runs into a liquor in the police station because our good enemy friends, the liquors, are back. Yeah. Oh. I was like, "What?" She finds like a bottle of booze. <laughs> <laughs> A big lollipop? I don't get it. Uh, Dr. Scientist, can you explain what a liquor is in this context? It is a humanoid-type zombie monster with a long tongue. Ergo, the licking. But he can climb on ceilings and stuff. Yeah. And I don't think they have skin. Uh, they might have some, I guess. They don't have a dermis. How about we put it that yeah, way? Yeah, it's like inside Perfect. Out boy. That's why I asked scientists. <laughs> <laughs> Claire continues on into the basement slash garage. She sees a little girl, the basement of the police station slash parking garage, and sees a little girl running around. Completely out of place. Yeah, doesn't make any sense at all. It's like Silent Hill 2. I know, I thought she was a ghost at first. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, she sees her run underneath this bookcase, which is blocking a door, and Claire's like, hey, little girl, do you need help? Wow. And she goes, it wasn't that creepy. (laughs) Hey, little girl. Is that your Michael Jackson? Yeah. <laughs> so, 
Uh, so the little girl says something that's not creepy at all on her own, right? And she goes, you need help. Yeah. And Claire's like, what are you talking about? Behind you. And she turns around and sees. It's fucking like droopy dog. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you want to do some voices? Feel no, free. I'm it. Here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to church this up a little bit. <laughs> Bring some theatrics. It's a show, God damn it. All right, so, so, so what's gotta, all right, I like the voices, but you got to work on them a little bit. No. Okay. <laughs> no, you don't. So what I'm hearing is more voices. <laughs> she turns and sees a crazy mutated monster with a huge eyeball on his arm. I think that's a good way to put it. Yeah, I just wrote big eye guy. Yeah, eye monster. Big eye guy, eye monster. Uh, this is also a... Sort of a blo- a boss fight. You fall down into a area that's very maze-like and filled with pipes and other kinds of boiler room bullshit. And uh, you keep shooting this monster until eventually he just falls off the platform. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's For gone now. forever. Never see yes. him again. He's like... And then falls off. That was like Pac-Man dying. I like this. Yeah. <laughs> I'll wait till I get into his voice a little bit. <laughs> Claire is stuck down there. She sees a little girl. She's like, hey, little girl, can you send this ladder down? And she goes, I'll help you. <laughs> if you help me find my mom. Deal. <laughs> Claire goes, fucking fine, whatever. So Sherry mentions, oh, my mom, she works for Umbrella. And my dad worked with my mom, but he's gone now. Sherry's like, cool story. She climbs the ladder, and they both reach the parking garage, where we meet probably the best character in the game. <laughs> yeah, he's probably the most moral. For sure. It is... Oh, God. Where's his, I don't know his name. Irons. Captain Irons? Chief. Chief Irons. Okay. He's the chief of police. Uh, yeah, you don't know he's the chief of police now. He's just in a sweater. Yeah. And uh, he pulls a gun on Claire, makes her, you know, get down, put her arm behind his head. He takes Sherry. Uh, they leave, and he beats the shit out of Claire a little bit here. Pistol, Pistol whips, whips her. Yeah. Yeah. Pistol whips, yeah. And Claire says a lot of curse words. <laughs> I like her. I like her moxie. <laughs> and uh, Sherry, although it's weird because in this section, Sherry seems to know this guy. Oh yeah. She doesn't really like him or trust him, but she seems to know him. They go way back. <laughs> So now let's flop on over to Leon's story. Ooh, There's going to be a lot of this swapping back and forth. What's he doing? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad you asked, Sir Jumpslap. <laughs> so uh, he found the three pendants on the three statues to open the old gate or stairs or whatever the fuck it is in the main lobby to take him to the next section, which turns out to be the basement where you fight William as Leon and then get to the parking garage. Who's William? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's eye guy. Uh, I ruined that already. Uh, we didn't so, know that yet. Is that after the zombie dog attacks you? Before. Uh. Yes, before. Uh, also, the point of this is that Marvin's like, Leon, go save, Leon, go save yourself. And Leon's like, no, no. And he's like, yeah, get out of here, kid. It's too late for me. Yeah, he knows he's fucked. He's already turned into a zombie. He's fighting the urges, as we say. <laughs> like, take that juicy brain and get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna eat it. No, get out now, girl. So, uh, this is our part of the thing divulges because you basically have a scene in the parking garage, just like with Claire, but.
But instead of running into Irons and Sherry, you run into Ada Wong. And a dog that she saves your life from. Because the dog's just about to bite your face. She shoots it. Yes, there are a lot more dogs in Leon's playthrough than Claire's. There's- it like the dogs are in the A's and the liquors are in the B playthroughs? No, they're kind of, they're both in each playthrough, but in B, the enemies are in different okay. spots. So you may run into a liquor way earlier than you normally would, and then later in the game, you just have a couple zombies uh, running around. See. They're trying to scare you more. Yeah, All right. exactly. So... Ada is this mysterious woman in a trench coat. She says she's FBI, and she leaves, and Leon's like, oh, okay, I guess I'll go with you then. And then their paths diverge. I don't know how they get diverged here. Well, she tells her. She's like, get the fuck out yeah, of here. Yeah, stop following me, creep. I'm doing my so own thing. the next big part of the story is Leon arrives at a cell in the basement of the police station, the, this part of which is not even accessible in Claire's playthrough. This is like a Leon-only thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. He finds a reporter who does have a name. I didn't write it down. Joe. Joe. So Joe's like, I got the key card and I'll let you out. He's like, just let me out. Just let me out. I'll get you this key card and we can both fuck off. But uh, then some huge hands, which are to be named, I guess. I don't think we've run into. No, we've seen him in a picture. Claire, right. But... So he supposedly breaks his hands through the concrete wall of the cell and then squeezes Joe's head and pops it like a grape. Yeah, that's pretty badass. <laughs> yeah, that was great. So uh, Ada shows up and she's like, man, it sucks that guy's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm paraphrasing. Oh, sorry. Man, it sucks that guy's dead. She's Southern now. Yeah. And uh, she was investigating the same thing he was investigating, supposedly, as she says. Yeah, doesn't she say he's an informer? Foreman or something for him. Kind of ratting on the Umbrella Corps. Yeah. He's got some insider info. Yeah, he found something weird, which we'll get to when we find his thing, but he's like uncovering one little piece of all the crazy shit that Umbrella's into. Uh, Anyway, you have to solve a puzzle to get the two parts to open the door, Uh, one of which is in the clock tower in the police station, so you have to backtrack all the fucking way back there. Hmm. Oh, that's what that was all about. I was like, why the fuck does this bell yeah. just fall for no reason? Yeah, what a shitty clock tower. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Not a good clock tower. Museums are not known for their clock towers. Yeah. Nor for- are police stations. It's, yeah, they didn't renovate that. Like, should we like fix this clock tower? It looks like this thing's about to fall. It's held up by like a couple two-by-fours. Ah, it's fine. When it falls, it falls. Who's going to turn the, clock, the tower <laughs> on? We're cops, not engineers. <laughs> Hide one of the circles you need to get the the cell downstairs open with up there. (laughs) Good idea, boss. (laughs) Where's this big gear? I think I saw it in the storage room on another floor. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, fuck it. No one will find it. No one will put it together. (sighs) So uh, you restore the power, but unfortunately, that lets in a whole bunch of zombies. Hmm. And uh, then you have to run out through the gates, past all the zombies, and, uh, oh wait, before this, this is where you find the recording. Sorry, I completely skipped ahead. Well, don't, don't you have to run away from the, the trench coat guy first, the big guy? You go to the cell first. Oh, yeah, you do run away from the trench coat guy, yeah, you're right. Yeah, and then you get to the prisoner cell. You do that before you get to the clock tower, on your way to the clock tower. You yeah, you just run past him or whatever. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if it was even in this part, but... 
when you well i think we'll get to it i I won't ruin it yet but uh so you find the recording and this is where a recording of the uh reporter joe who's trying to he basically gets a an interview with someone at umbrella and then starts going into haha yeah that's pretty cool how you're doing this pr thing anyway what's this horrible shit about the g virus i keep hearing (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's a whole 20-second interview. Yeah, yeah, it was a terrible journalist. <laughs> yeah, it was not good. He did not have much of a sneaky game there going on. As you're leaving is when the power goes, and then all the cells just open up and zombies flood in, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, then Trenchcoat guy shows up and pull like picks up Leon by his fucking neck, is about to murder him, and then what happens? Chop slap. Oh, my God. Ada just comes in, fucking floors a Bronco-like car. <laughs> it was weird that she was just sitting in the driver's seat waiting. I think she was sitting there the whole time after she told you to leave. Yeah. She's like, I'm just going to sit here. He won't find me. He's got to get the key and come back here anyway. So <laughs> so you smash him into a wall. And then I think she blows up the car with some C4 or something. Yeah, it definitely blows up. It might just be video game cars blowing up. Uh, I'm pretty sure she flicks a button. Yeah, she does right. something, yeah. Basically, Leon gives her the tape because she's FBI. Wink, wink. And then they both leave the parking garage to continue on their journey. Yep. Journey into the town full of zombies. Exactly. Man, there's a lot more story we're going to Yeah, there is. <laughs> All right, we'll try to speed it up a little bit. So, ah, you know, yeah, we'll see what goes. Editing magic, you can cut out parts. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, they get to the street, and they're like, well, we need to cut through this gun store. And then we have a weird moment in this game. Now, I do remember in that, I think there's a gun upgrade in there, and I think there's a bunch of ammo you can grab. Yeah, is this like part of the story at all? I remember this part, though. Wasn't it in the first one? I don't think it. It might have been. I think it was. I think it was, because it's not on my list of things that were not. But uh, basically... You go into the store, you find the shop owner. The shop owner, his daughter is bit. Like, she's getting there to being a zombie. And Ada's about to shoot him. And he's like, rah, rah, and they all pull shotguns and have a standoff. Mm -hmm. And then Leon's just like, dude, just let him go. And (laughs) then there's a big, there's an actual serious moment about how, like, you were, how did you guys let this happen? You're supposed to be cops. How could this happen? Blah, 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 blah. And then he takes his daughter in the other room. You guys walk out the door, and you just hear a gunshot. Yeah, it uh, like I'm, this was completely unnecessary for the story, right? They had to show you what it's doing to fans. The emotional toll. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. There was no other reason to really have this. It's not like this guy worked for Umbrella, and this was a story That you point. knew of. Yeah, he was just a Touché. poor gun shop owner. They got the whole town under him. <laughs> Flip back to Claire. Ooh. She's in what looks like some kind of taxidermy room, which turns out to be Chief Irons' office. Uh, phone rings, and he, she picks it up, and it's Chief Irons. Yeah. Wow, weird. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he says something along the lines of, oh, if Sherry just didn't drop that damn thing. And uh, he talks a bunch of shit, and he basically wants you to come to the orphanage because he needs Sherry's pendant. Yes. So where do we cut to then? <laughs> we get a section that was in the first game, but was very different, where you get to play as Sherry. Uh, 
Scientist, how about you lead us through the Sherry segment? Uh, she's locked in a room and she sneaks around and escapes. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I, all I wrote down was that Sherry's in a room, she escapes, and the Eye Master kills uh, Chief Irons. She throws acid at Irons' face yeah. first because there was a dead girl on a table. I thought it was a mannequin. Oh, was it? I, thought I it was think it girl. was a mannequin. He's doing something weird with mannequins. He's yeah. doing something weird at an orphanage. Yeah, but she's the only one there. I don't think it was a mannequin, man. You do find some like text files that say what happens to the kids. Basically, there was a bunch of kids. Uh, one of them left to go. I, I, the way they implied it is they made it sound like these were all going to be test subjects, these children. Yeah. Which is pretty fucked up. So one of the kids went and got tested on, came back, but was infected. And they're like, well, all these test subjects are, you know, compromised. So they just murdered them all. Yeah. And then disinfected the place and said, well, we'll start again later. And Irons just locks Sherry up in a room there. Yep, pretty much. But uh, it's like a stealth hiding section. Uh, You get to the other end. Eventually, Irons catches you. But yeah, like you said, I guy shows up. Shit, yeah, he does. He just rips him apart. He like dumps some kind of parasite or something into the guy's mouth yeah, yeah it was like a worm like yeah just like <laughs> shot out of him right into his mouth super hot yeah <laughs> and then it burst out his gut later so uh now back with leon and ada mm-hmm. you're descending into the sewers and uh basically ada opens up a little bit she says she's after the virus and annette birkin who is a scientist that she believes unleashed the virus mm-hmm uh, you learn a little. Her. Yep, yeah. You got to find her. She uh, does a little bit of backstory about how Umbrella controls the whole city and built this massive underground facility without anyone noticing. <laughs> Which I guess they they did have some text files and stuff where they were talking about the big hole in the ground in the middle of the city. Yeah, but that's about it. Then a big sewer gator attacks. Does that happen in the first one? It does, but in the first one, it's a boss fight. Yeah. Uh. In this one, you just run away from it. The alligator takes a huge chomp out of a gas line. And somehow blows up. Well, you shoot it. Oh, do you? You shoot it and it blows up. Okay. It doesn't affect you, though. No. Which would have been a much larger explosion if it was an active <laughs> gas line. But, you know, I guess we shouldn't split hairs, right? No, no. It's a video game. But uh, as they continue on, they find a net and they demand that she hand over the virus. Uh... She basically does the classic move, the chump slap runaway is what I call it. (laughs) And uh, she lights the closest person to her on fire and runs and then shoots at you. Damn. Classic chump slap runaway. That is something I would do. Like, I don't want to talk to it. Fire. Bam, bam, bam. Run. And Leon takes a bullet for Ada here. He jumps in front of it. Makes him even. Yep. Well, he still owes her one. Yeah. So this is where we now switch over and you play as Ada Wong. So there's each playthrough, one of them you play as Sherry, one of them you play as Ada. And uh, she radios somebody as lo- as uh, Leon's passed out, and she's like, the virus must be in the nest. Ah, uh, yes. Back to Claire. Oh, what's she doing? She's going to the orphanage, maybe? I think she might be. With huh. a pendant? The way she- yeah. Yeah, she has no idea what the pendant is, why, it- why he needs it or anything. Because Irons just said, if you want to save Sherry, come to the orphanage. Exactly. So, she's fucking off to the orphanage. She arrives there. She meets Irons. And what happens, Dr. Chump? 
scientist, slumpsat, <laughs> somebody else. What happens? Oh, what happens? A big alien-like creature busts out of his chest. <laughs> That's what I was trying to do. I just wrote creep goes all aliens. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's pretty much exactly what happened. Yeah. But it was pretty great. And then she finds Sherry. And then who shows up? Drench. <laughs> Can we start calling him by his real name? Who is it? Doesn't he have like, doesn't he just call Mr. X? No, Trenchcoat Man is, yes, he's Mr. X. Oh, I like Trench better. <laughs> but uh, he shows up and gets ripped apart by the eye guy? Yes. In this playthrough, yes, that is correct. Which confused me for a lot of stuff later. Yeah. Were there more than one Mr. X's? That's what I had. Uh, that's my question. No, but he does mutate. Does he keep coming back? Because he dies here, and then you got to fight him again later. Yeah. Yes. because Okay. We'll get to it closer to the end, okay. but right, essentially, so dead. Yeah. for all intents and purposes, he was dead right here. In, this is also part of the Claire B playthrough run. I think he dies the same way in A. I, which is odd. I don't remember because I just played it. Anyway, so Trench gets stabbed by Eye Guy and <laughs> dies. And then. He gets more than stabbed. He gets like disemboweled. Yeah. He gets fucked up. Like 60% of his torso is now on the outside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there we go. So uh, they fall down this elevator shaft they were escaping with and they. Claire's unconscious, and she wakes up to Annette checking on her. Yeah, she's like, oh, you're not you're not a zombie. All right, cool. And uh, this is a pretty interesting thing because Annette, in her, in the story, Annette's in both ones. She's in both uh, playthroughs with each character. But in Leon's, she's very much, like, she's still manic like this, but she seems to be someone who's righting a wrong. Mm-hmm. No, in Leon's, she seems like an asshole. In Claire's, she seems to be someone who's trying to like fix this. Well, that's because she's Sherry's mom. <gasps> right. This is where she tells you. And then, she be- did. She- I don't know if she took Sherry here or Sherry just ran off. Sherry collapses. Yeah, Annette has her, doesn't he? Yeah. And then later we find that she put her... I don't know if she was infected here or if mom infected her or what happened, but she does become infected. I think she was infected the whole time. Yeah. Ooh, that could be too. But uh, you're running around as Claire, like going through trying to find Sherry, and you come to this section where you see Annette talking to Sherry, mm-hmm. which is kind of weird. Yeah, it was, very, it was like through a camera on the wall. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, Sherry in this part is in a trash compactor, which does come back in Leon's story. Ada has to escape from it. Yeah, it's very cold. Yeah, it's pretty shitty. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's like a trash compactor. Yeah. But uh, what happens that interrupts all of this, Chomp Slap? Uh, Eye Guy comes back. Yeah, he sure does. Burst down from the ceiling for some reason. And I think we find out who he is here. Right? Do we? I don't know. I don't his know. name's... It turns out his name is William Birkin, who is Annette's husband. Yeah. Yeah, she definitely calls him William, and Sherry called him Dad earlier. So, and Annette's trying to stop him. Yeah. Yes, that that turns out we find out that's Annette's motivation is to stop William before he gets out into the world. Basically, mm-hmm. she doesn't really care about the virus, I guess, or the fact that you know the town's now all zombified. She's like, but William can't get out. Yes, we got. If we stop William, we stop the virus. 
No, Williams are a little bit more terrible than the zombie guys. Yeah, the zombies are just zombies. This guy's fucking yeah. mutating. Sure. But then you also have the tyrant, a.k.a. Trenchcoat, a.k.a. Mr. X. Oh. So, yeah. it's not good news outside. No. Anyway, Annette and Claire argue. Annette says, you know, we can treat her in the lab. So, she pick, she picks up Claire and they run towards the cable car. She picks up Sherry. Yeah, Sherry. Sherry, sorry, yes. Yeah. She does not pick up Annette. Annette says something like she's implanted in this section. Yeah. And it's too late to save her, but you could take her to the lab and try anyway. Yeah, what the fuck does that mean? I don't know. She's, she says something like, you're her mom. Shouldn't you like make a fucking effort here? And she's like, well, I guess we can maybe take well, her to Well, maybe the at the lab, but I'm busy. Does it look like the lab? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, now we're playing as Ada, and you continue to solve puzzles and shit. Uh, this is where the story gets a little weird because you run into the tyrant because mm-hmm. it's a different playthrough. Or the uh, trench, I should say. <laughs> you run away. You escape through a big industrial fan. You have to solve your puzzle way out of an instrator that Annette tries to kill you with. Yeah. yeah. And Annette's very different in this playthrough. She's very evil, and she's like, I'm going to kill you, lady. You're never going to get the she G-Virus. She knowing what Ada's trying to do. Yeah, she definitely has like a little clue that Ada wants the virus. And, and she's FBI, wink, wink. And Annette wants to get rid of the virus, right? Yeah. She's like, you can't take this virus out of here. Get the fuck out of here. And this is where you start thinking, is Ada really who she says she is? Obviously, she's not. It's pretty clear she's not. I thought it was a big reveal to me. (laughs) (laughs) I just assume everybody in a video game who says they're FBI isn't. Yeah, exactly. Unless they're wearing the suit, right? (laughs) Then we all know they're FBI. But uh, you continue on as Ada. Uh, You find a net. Again, as you try to cross a platform, and Ada accuses Annette of killing her husband, William, and Ada tells her, if you don't cooperate, she'll get the sample from the lab herself. (gasps) No, you won't. You don't have the balls, Ada. (laughs) So Annette's like, fine, fuck you, knocks her off a platform, and uh, Ada falls to the ground with some, like, wood shard jammed in her thigh, I guess. She's pretty jacked up. It looked painful. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it was not good times. But this gives us a chance to go back and play as Leon as he comes to consciousness. Yeah, he, he, his gunshot's okay. He can do that. Oh, yeah. Well, somebody bandaged it while he was yeah, out. They bandaged up my gunshot. I took a little nap, and I'm good as new. Yeah. I'm going to eat some plants and get better. <laughs> the green ones. The green ones, yes. Mix them red. <laughs> yeah, you can combine the three types of plants. Purple, which is good for poison, if you get poisoned. Obviously. Red is nothing unless it's mixed with something else will make it stronger. And then green is just straight up health. Hmm. Yeah, I remember that. That's like, that's in all of the Resident Evil. I think that's even makes its way to seven. (laughs) Probably. Well, it's the same plants, same world. Yeah. Yeah. Can't change it. That's a good point. So uh, you continue looking for Ada. Uh, You see her. On the other side of a platform, but you and you need to puzzle your way over there, so you there's a there's a mechanic where Leon's finding like VHS tapes around. Yeah. I don't think any of them were found in Claire's playthrough except for the one big revealing one. Yeah. So he basically just sees rats around it and like maybe the rats spread it around. As <laughs> if we cared about why people are zombies. But then you flip back. Oh, you're back to Claire. Now you're Claire taking the 
underground railroad railroad car to the lab to nest, which I don't remember what that stands for, but that's the code name they give the lab. With Sherry, and they have a little moment, I guess you could say. Sherry's not looking good here. No, at this her point. eyeball's getting weird. Yeah, really weird. It may even may move down to her bicep. Probably will. <laughs> Who knows? But uh, you show up at the lab. The first thing you do is put Sherry on a bed, and then you have to go through the lab, find a bunch of bullshit, and create the cure, basically. Yes. Lots of puzzling. Well, don't you need... Is Lots this where you find out that you need the, the pendant for the cure? Doesn't the pendant open a door, like open a safe or something? I don't remember, because I think in one of the playthroughs, the pendant has a sample of the virus in it. So that's why Irons wanted it, to secure the the piece of the G-Virus. Oh, uh, okay. And I think that's how it gets out at the end. That makes sense. All right. Now, going back as Leon, you find Ada all jacked up. You help her up, and the plan is to get to Nest. Huh. So they can get the virus. Via the same cable car? The exact same one. Because, you know, different playthroughs. So there <laughs> there well, was a... Uh, you call it back. Yeah, I didn't know. Gotcha. Like, who gets there first? Obviously, Claire in the movie. Yeah, that's true. But uh, from here on out, I thought it was a neat idea that they have like a uh, they have a wristband with their clearance level on it. Yeah. And when you are playing through the game, part of the puzzles are getting like level two access, level three, level four. Much like control. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, not a new thing in video games, but it's still pretty effective. Fits in the world of the lab, I should say. Yeah, that it does. And while they're riding the tram over, what happened, Papa Scotch? Right. Uh, while we're riding the tram, what does happen? Oh, that happened. <laughs> hmm? So they uh, they get to the cable car. Ada's still jacked up, so he's like, "You go, you go get the sample. I'll stay here because I'm fucked up." And uh, she's like, "Then we can make sure this never happens to anyone again." And then she kisses him. Oh, okay. <laughs> Out of like nowhere. Yeah, it's kind of a little weird. Yeah, it's unnecessary. She must be. It's she just make, wants to make sure he gets it back to yeah. her. Yeah. It's like, don't change your mind down there, sweet. Devil kids. woman! <laughs> now you got something else to come back for, sailor. <laughs> so she gives Leon the bracelet and continues. So Leon arrives in the lab. He sees that plants have taken over the main room. Mm-hmm. And this is where he finds the VHS tape. And, a good one. Well, what do they show in this VHS tape, Dr. Scientist? Uh, I guess William Birkin standing right? there with a bunch of the virus, like some samples of something. And uh, long story short, he gets shot by a bunch of black ops guys. For sure. He will not give up the virus. And he pulls a gun on him, which is not a great idea. No, that's kind of dumb. It's not smart, yeah. Especially if there's multiple. Yeah. And then they, they kill him, and then, well, they shoot him a lot. And we were supposed to kick him alive. Ah, well. Just grab the virus. Let's go. Boom. Yeah. That was pretty great. We're supposed to take him alive. What's wrong with you? It's like, ah, well, we got the virus. Subject's dead. Okay, cool. Come back. <laughs> so you keep going on, and eventually you go through a bunch of puzzles and a bunch of sections, and you get the sample. If I remember correctly, you have to get the, like, uh, it's a, uh, what do they call it? Like a syringe type holder? A vial, I should say. Yeah. That's not a syringe holder a at vial. all. No, it's that's a vial. not. It's the middle of the syringe, that part. Words are hard. So you get the vial. 
You have to go fill it with the correct mix for the sample. Then you have to go to the cold storage area and freeze it. Then you can actually bring it back. Yes, obviously. You you knew this as a cop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, of course. <laughs> so as you're leaving, the facility realizes the virus is leaving and starts the self-destruct sequence. Oh, that's, oh. A, that's another one on your bingo card. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but... This is probably one of the very few cases where I actually understand why there'd be a self-destruct sequence. Yeah, it definitely makes sense, but it still gives the person who stole the virus enough time to get out with yeah. the virus. So Yes, that is also a very good point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're leaving with the virus? Well, you got half an hour, buddy, before get the whole it, thing blows Better up. get out of here. And who else is in that thing like, what's going on? What's that all about? Oh, I better leave. If it was serious, high-stakes stuff, they'd just blow it up right away. Exactly. You better come back or else this place is going to blow up. <laughs> so uh, you continue on as Leon and you see William blocking the platform. And Annette just shows up out of nowhere and shoots him with an acid round is what it is. It just looks like a bunch of water, oh, but it's acid. Okay. it's acid. I thought it was like some type of antivirus. Just, yeah, I just thought it was some kind of G-virus suppressant. Yeah. So uh, Annette explains... In a flashback now that William took the serum as he was dying after those gunshots. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then he turned into this monster. So then he shows back up as the monster and Leon boss fights it and kills it. <laughs> Not before William smashes Annette into a wall. Yeah. <laughs> really? Oh, that is, I forgot about that part. Huge domestic violence. Man. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. This is, this is where my notes, I just started calling people by the first the initial. Oh, yeah. And I start getting a little confused between A's and A's. A's and A's. <laughs> All right. B kills A. You kill him. Uh, and Claire and Leon's playthrough, you both have this boss fight and kill him. Oh, okay. I was going to ask that. So Claire leaves. She gets back to Sherry, and she finds Annette lying there. Annette's pretty jacked up. Because she got hit into a wall by... <laughs> yeah. Right. Birkin. And then she cure they're able, she was able to cure Sherry with the uh the what's it the serum? Yeah. The syringe thingy. Yeah, the the middle of the syringe vial. The, the vial, gotcha. And then Annette passes out and dies saying, you know, take care of Sherry and all this bullshit. <laughs> yeah. And then like, self destruct? <laughs> yeah. In the middle of self destruct, right. Yes. And uh Sherry says, I'm lucky to have you to Claire, which I thought was odd. Usually the snot-nosed kids aren't that appreciative, but... Well, this one's been through a lot. Yeah, her dad's a monster and her mom's a... Monster. <laughs> oh. Ooh. The humans are Figurative and literal monsters. Exactly. <laughs> so get to the central elevator, to the train. Yeah. You got plenty of time. The self-destruct's made so you can get out of here. <laughs> so uh, you and Claire and Sherry fight some plant monsters as they're running. They get to the car... Uh, Sherry stays on board and Claire's like, I got to go start this thing up. So she takes this plug, goes outside, starts it on. 21 year old's going to know how to start trains. She just knows that the plug is in the train and needs to go outside the train. <laughs> yeah. She, there's a note next to it. You didn't see that part. So she plugs it in. The train fires up. And then this is where it gets a little confusing at the end because Leon and Ada are making their way to the central elevator. This is more Leon's story of how. Annette, because Annette's back even though she's dead. <laughs> a little confusing, but in Leon's playthrough, uh, Annette shows up and is like, hey, that's uh, that lady right there. She's not FBI. Yeah. And then Ada pulls a gun on Leon. She's like, you sh why'd you have to ask? 
Should just gave me the fucking virus, dude. You couldn't just shut up. You had to keep asking questions. Yeah, they talk a little bit. Leon drops his gun. He's like, "There's no way you'll shoot me. I know you love me because <laughs> you kissed me on that train. No way are you gonna do." It. And then she gets. And then what happens after that? I don't even remember and what happens. Doctor like Annette's Oh yeah. shit! <laughs> Like, Annette shows up out of nowhere. Yeah, because I have Annette dies again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. And, and so um, Annette shoots her and Ada Wong, she's fallen off the platform. Leon tries to save her, but he just can't do it. And she falls. And she dropped the death. sample too, right? Yeah. So the sample's still not going to leave the plant. Yeah. Definitely fell to the ground. So Leon gets on the central elevator. He leaves. And uh, as he's running away during the self-destruct, he sees a screen and tries to contact like him and Claire are talking to each other, but it ends up breaking up, and they can't really get much done. Just something along the lines of, the train's here, let's go! Mm-hmm. So Leon's running through a bunch of tunnels that are on fire, runs into the tyrant again, because in Leon's playthrough, the tyrant wasn't murdered. Uh, why does he have a f- big flaming arm now? Yeah. Because uh, in Leon's playthrough, it's I think it's a different boss fight. You kill William there, and then at the end of this, he comes back. Okay, in Claire's B playthrough, you kill William. You kill William in the boss fight when Annette showed up, mm-hmm. and he's laying on the ground. You think he's dead, and then he comes back at the end and attacks the train car. Yeah. In Leon's playthrough, you kill William. He's dead, and then the tyrant has mutated and comes back on the elevator. Thing. Oh, so the tyrant like got the virus and injected himself or whatever. Maybe. Possibly. He just comes back. He's mutated. Okay. He's all fucked up. Trench, as we say. Yes. So, Jesus, we're almost done here, guys. Stick with us. <laughs> uh, they talk to each other. Tyrant comes. You kill it on the big, like, one of those classic video game elevators that go, like, sideways for some reason. I know. Those are the coolest elevators. I know. I wish I saw one. And they're, like, big enough to put, like, four cars on. I wish I had one. Yeah, they go up in, like, a... Kind of like in Pittsburgh where you can ride up the mountain. Yeah. Exactly. When you're fighting him here, someone gives you an anti-tank launcher. I thought it just showed up. <laughs> it, yeah, it like flies down and then someone says, now we're even. And who was that someone? I thought it was Ada. No, I, maybe. I thought she was dead. So did I. should I. have replayed Leon's playthrough. That would have made more sense. It was either Ada or Annette. I don't know. I, I just thought it fell off of something. I didn't know someone said it. No, someone it. threw it to you. Okay. In Claire's playthrough, when you turn on the train, you find a minigun, and you're able to use the minigun in the boss fight. Yeah. I guess in Leon, someone throws down the thing. We'll probably save that for the correction crevice. Now we have something to talk about. Let's just say Bob Hope threw it down. Bob Hope's dead. It definitely looked like somebody with a like tank top on because it was like an over-the-shoulder view. Triple H. That's all I remember because I rewound it. And I was like, who the fuck was that? <laughs> anyway, so then I don't know. Claire fights and kills William, I believe. Mute, super mutated William again in the elevator. As the train is going down a level, they speed away in the train car. Leon jumps off as it's exploding. And he says something lame along, all right, you know what? It's crazy. I actually miss her, referring to Ada Wong. Yeah. His lifelong love he met. Yeah. <laughs> He's so pussy-whipped already. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird. <laughs> she kissed me. 
It's his first kiss ever. We saw it on film. And then we get the the second to last sequence where a big giant monster attract, attacks the train car. Uh, you kill it, disconnect the car it's on, and then they eventually get off. Yeah, big bad Birkin, I put. Yeah, what big makes you think he's going to die that time? And why do uh, monsters always have eyes with teeth around them? What is that going to do? Yeah, why do they need to open their mouth to see? That seems like a design flaw. Yeah, and if you're trying to eat, you're just going to get food in your eye. Well, that's <laughs> part of the G-Virus. Yep, yep, no reason. So, uh, <laughs> no reason at all. That's it. That's the game. At the end, you three of you reach daylight. A trucker flips you off. This was also reminiscent of Zombievers. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, the stuff he's listening to on the radio alludes to the fact that it doesn't seem like the, the disease has gotten out, like spread anywhere. And then the biggest reveal of all. <gasps> they say that was a... This is a weird Wednesday or something like that. <laughs> it's like the last thing they say. Yeah, like, oh. So yeah, like oh, we just met last night. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, this all happened on a Tuesday. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, there uh, were some differences between this game and the original 1998 game. Uh, the one of the big ones is the existence of Mister X slash Trench. Uh, he was in the original one, but for the most part, you could shoot him. He'd like fall to the ground and die, and then he'd eventually just get up later. He wasn't as incessant and impossible, to unrelenting. Kill. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. wasn't impossible to kill in the first one, which was pretty cool. I thought that added a lot to it. Uh, in the new one, the zombies will follow you outside of a room and just keep following you. It's not like in the original one, you could just go into another room and then they're all gone. Sounds frustrating. There's also a neat effect... In the original game where there were certain things and power-ups and stuff you could pick up in your first playthrough. Where if you did, they would not be there for the other character in their first playthrough. I like when games do that. That's pretty cool. But they didn't do that in the new one? So if you went to like... They did not do that in the new one. They were all completely different. A lot of items just spawned randomly. Uh, And uh, there's also no real difficulty selector. It just kind of scales to you. So if you're good, you're, it's harder, and if you're bad, it's... Well, I should say there is difficulties, but there are difficulty tiers you can select, but all the item spawns are completely random, and they seem to be what you're using. Like, Because I was using the handgun for a lot of this because I wanted to save all my special ammo, so I just kept getting handgun ammo. Uh, that makes sense. Like smart ammo drops. Yeah, and there's also, uh, in the new game, sub-weapons. You can equip the knife and instead of holding like uh, a bayonet no it's just like a combat knife oh oh, okay where you can set it as your sub weapon or you can set a flashbang grenade or a frag grenade and you could instead of pressing like you'd press l2 to aim your gun you'd press l1 to ready your sub weapon and then r2 to throw it you could also, if you were getting eaten by a zombie, you could hit your sub button button if something's equipped and like stab them in the neck with a knife or shove a grenade in their face. Oh, uh, okay. As a way of getting away. Um, there's a couple other changes, none of them really big, except, uh, I mean, really, Claire doesn't have her bow gun in this. She did in the original one, and some of the uh, enemies were different. There were no, there was no moth boss in this game because at some point a moth gets infected and you have to boss fight it. In the original, and there's no large spiders to fight like there were in Resident Evil 1 or the original. You missed that one on the bingo board. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. spider enemies. 
Spider Boss. You missed Spider Boss. Uh, <laughs> story differences, they were mostly the same, except the orphanage was never a part of Claire's campaign in the original part. You did play as Sherry, but it was a much different sequence. And uh, Ada Wong's motivations and backstory were completely different. What were they in the first one? Ah, uh, Jesus, I should have probably wrote this down. I think <laughs> she was like a corporate spy. She wasn't. She wasn't some. Who did she work for in this one? Did they let you know? She was a mercenary, I thought. Like, yeah, they don't really tell you. And like, she is a very iconic person in the Resident Evil series. Yeah, yeah. I know the name. Well, I know yeah, her. everyone knows the name. Everyone knows her. But this is it. This is the only. She's dead. Like, she does not come back in a later game. Is really? It, is she Ellie Larder in the movies? I don't think so. I don't know. I think Allie Larder is. No. Shit, I'll have to look it up. It's not that important. I just watched the movies. I don't remember. <laughs> really stuck out in your head. Yeah. <laughs> so that's it. That's, that's the game. Ooh, that was a lot of me talking. So. Don't you love it? Yeah, I, li- I like it because I could kind of half ass the movies I don't pick. <laughs> Man, I should start doing that. So, <laughs> uh, while we're talking here, let's start. Uh, we'll go over our final thoughts. And let's start with you, Dr. Scientist. Final thoughts. Would you play it? Would you score it? Did the story work for you? Would I play it? Well, I, I don't like survival horror. And I don't like third person and OTS games. Unless there's something special like Dead Space. But So I probably wouldn't play it. I'd probably download it if it was free and then delete it. It is something special, though. <laughs> <laughs> Did the story work for me? Ah, it's kind of just two people going through stupid puzzles in an area that shouldn't have puzzles. And to get sidetracked in a corporate espionage thing or some little pedophile kidnapping girls. It's kind of meh, meh. Huh. I didn't think it was. So it didn't really interesting. work. Yeah. All right. It wasn't terrible. I mean, it was better than a lot of other Papa Scotch picks. <laughs> All right. I'll take that. I gave it seven stars out of 27. Ooh, ouch. Okay. That's not that bad. I mean, it's tied with Brutal Legend for me. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's so, uh, well, then let's go ahead and move over to you, Sir Chomp Slap. Would you play it? Would you sco- wait? Would you play it? Would you score it? Did the story work for you? Wow, very novel questions. <laughs> would I play it? Yeah, I would have until I watched the video. I mean, I was gonna buy it if it was cheaper than it's been. <laughs> Fair. I mean, it's on it's on a lot of sales, but I'm just yeah. Is that kind of sale where you're like uh, just not, not cheap, cheap enough. enough? Yeah, exactly. The story, I I like the story. I guess kind of makes sense. You're just trying to get to the police station just to just survive. A, just a bad coincidence. And then you're like, oh, oh, I guess I'll help this FBI agent out. <laughs> or I guess I'll help this little girl. And then you just get sucked into craziness you didn't even know existed that lurks just beneath the surface of the city. Oh, like nice. Yeah. Just like <laughs> just or, like it. Or Chud. <laughs> <laughs> and the graphics look amazing on the fucking remake. It's very moody. I like the lighting and everything. 
So I'll say the story worked for me. I like zombie shoot 'em ups. It's fun, even though this one didn't seem like you shot much up. You're more <laughs> running away from shit. So, what's it out of twenty seven stars? Yeah. <laughs> yep, just like every other week. No different this week. I'll give it a thirteen because uh, it was interesting to watch and I enjoyed it. Okay, and I think Great. I played it the original one. Definitely did not. I definitely didn't finish it. <laughs> Classic. I remember buying it very close to when it came out and playing it through very quickly. And that, if it was right when it came out, that had that was 22 years ago. Yeah, I was still in high school. Jesus. <laughs> I should, I was probably, I shouldn't have been playing that game probably. <laughs> you were not 17 or older. No, I definitely was I, not. Were there even ratings on games back then? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they've been sure. around for a while. Were they? 98? Yeah. Maybe. Uh, Maybe. Well, anyway, that's my score. So I'm going to shoot it on over to you, Scotchy. All right. Would you play it again? Would you score it? Did the story work for you this time? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for asking, Chomp Slap. Um, would I play it? Yeah, I'd play it again. I'm excited to play the Resident Evil 3 remake in this style just came out, and I'm very excited to play that. But also, I will not spend $60 on that game because it's that's a lot yeah. for a six- to eight-hour campaign that I would just be replaying. Um, would I play it again? I'd like to play I haven't played the B playthroughs. I wouldn't mind doing that and seeing how they're different. So, yes, I would play it again for sure. Uh, did the story work for me? I mean, the game itself, the graphics were great. It played really great. It was fun. But the story, Resident Evil always does this with all their games. They start in a place of reality, like it was in the mansion or it was the police station during a zombie apocalypse. I, well, I guess it's not exactly reality <laughs> no, with the zombies. But then they always devolve into some kind of crazy fucking story. That's the Resident part. Evil 2, like, if you, yeah, if you start Resident Evil 2 and you're like, I'm in the police station, I'm doing a lot in this police station, maybe I'll leave this police station, maybe I won't. But you never think, oh, I'll be in an underground lab riding a tram, <laughs> fighting plant monsters. You know, it's, it, I always have an issue with those with Resident Evil games. Uh, but, I mean, overall, I'll say the story worked, but just barely. Because, like, Leon's motivations are weird. How he just sees Ada and is like, I have to help this crazy, this mysterious woman. She kissed me. I'm in love. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, he sees her. He sees her as the only survivor, other survivor besides himself. And he's like, I guess we should team up. I get that. But then she's like, I need to get the sample. Why do you need the sample? Don't even worry about it. Mwah. Go get me that sample. <laughs> yeah. And he's and like, he, yes, ma'am. He never thinks to, like, look for Claire again through the rest of yeah, the Yeah, they... He never looks for Claire. They never look for each other at all. Like, she never goes like, shit, I got to make sure Leon's still alive. They just end they just, up in the same room. Yeah. Right. They just assume the other one's dead and keep <laughs> yeah. going. So that's always fun. And then, so, I, I mean, overall, I'd say the story worked for me, but just barely. Uh, what I score it, I am going to go ahead and I'm going to give it a 15. Oh, thank God it was higher than mine. <laughs> Yeah, I had to because Resident Evil 1... I think it the remake of Resident Evil 2 was really great. I think it's the way you should do a remake. Uh, 
Yeah. Uh, because it was modern, it was fun to play, but it still held a lot of the old school feel to it. And it felt awesome being back in that police station, which I've seen so many times in so many playthroughs of Resident Evil 2. So, I think overall, I liked it. I would play it again. Good game. 35. That's all I have to say. All right. Not bad score for a 20-some-year-old game. <laughs> no, no. Still, but on our list, not as good as Dante's Inferno at a 39. Or Legacy of Cain, Blood Omen, Neo, and Enslaved at 38. <laughs> Fair enough. Didn't we do uh, Silent Hill 2 this year? We did Silent Hill 2. That was a 41. Oh, damn. That was our... No, our highest rated game so far this year was Prey at 50. Hmm. All right. Cool. All right. That's All the right. game. Great. Great. So then that's going to go ahead and take us to our favorite segment of every week. Which is Scientist Tom Hanks Vehicle Lock of the Week. Every week we ask Dr. Oh, we're still going. Okay. It's a a locking train. (laughs) Every week we ask Dr. Scientist for a Tom Hanks content recommendation. And he nails it every week. They're always amazing. So this week, Dr. Scientist, what do you got? Well, it's the most Resident Evil Tom Hanks movie I could think of. And one of my okay. all-time top five Tom Hanks movies. I want to see how Chump Slap's thinking. I want to see mm. think what's the most Resident Evil movie that Tom Hanks was in. I know what it is, but I don't want to ruin the reveal. It was my quote from earlier in the episode. <laughs> I have no idea. The classic I watched today that I didn't mention, Dragnet. Oh! <laughs> so nice. Good. Good That's exactly game. what I was thinking. Really? No. <laughs> <laughs> you mean Connie I was Swale? thinking... I was thinking the one Tom Hanks movie he did that was almost horror movie. Oh no, this is, he was in a he's a cop. That's almost exactly like Resident Evil. Too. What were you thinking? I was thinking the Burbs. No. Oh no, I was thinking Volunteers. Nope, nope. It's definitely <laughs> Dragnet. Okay, you should watch it. It's a great movie. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> did you ever see? I think I sent it to you guys the rap video of Tom Hanks and Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, they, they made for Dragnet. It's during the credit sequence. Yeah, I, I watched it right before I came here when I was playing. It's <laughs> so bad. Yeah. You mean the Virgin Tommy It's so good. Any hoodles, that'll take us to our favorite segment of every week, which is Chump Slaps. Fuck, marry, oh, kill. Every week. Dr. Scientist and I pick three characters from the video game we just watched, and Chumpslap has to decide which ones he's going to, which one he's going to have sex with, which one he's going to marry, and which one he's going to murder. <laughs> well, I feel like painting him in the corner with this one. Now, Dr. Scientist, I don't remember who's up. I don't either. I Fuck. Think, what was last week's game? Enslaved. Last, oh, gee, now we got, let's figure this out. Last week was Enslaved, and I know you picked Pigsy. Yeah. And the randoms. Okay, so it's me. It's yeah, my turn to pick okay, two. Yep. All right. So this week, we're going to pick two characters. We're going to pick Police Chief Irons. Ooh, okay. And then I will go. Yeah, well, let's give you a throw your bone here. We're going to pick Ada Wong. <laughs> uh, Ada Wong, Police Chief Irons, Dr. Scientist. Who's your pick? Oh, I so badly want to pick Sherry. 
Because he has no, to come kill on. her. No. <laughs> we, can't, we can't do that. Okay, no kids in our picks? No kids or dogs, we said. <laughs> Monsters are fine. Yeah. yeah. Kids and dogs, absolutely so it's not. Chief Irons, Ada Wong, and let's say... Mm, this is tough. William in his final form. <laughs> I was thinking that. <laughs> but we might just go with Mr. X. Mr. X. Like Ooh, Trench. Nice. Yeah. I uh I like I think my favorite pick of yours is when you picked uh oh god, what was that game? The shitty dinosaur hunter Turok Dinosaur Hunter? <laughs> yeah. And you picked all of whatever company <laughs> <laughs> But I would marry all of B Company. <laughs> all right. So. Mr. X, Chief Irons, Ada Wong. Well, obviously, Ada Wong gets the. The slapper. Gets the. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ada Wong is my slapper of the. Oh. Whatever. So I have sex with Ada Wong. I would. Kill Chief Irons. He's kind of a dick. He's so fucking creepy. And I would marry Trench because he's a big, strong man. And I think he could... He could reach stuff on shelves you couldn't reach. Yeah, he can reach stuff through fucking concrete walls I couldn't reach. You have have basically the same size head. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we could share hats. (laughs) Oh, fantastic. So that again is... Fuck Ada Wong. Mm-hmm. Murder Police Chief Irons. Correct the Mundo. Marry Mr. X. Yep. Chomp slap Mr. X. <laughs> so let's say people put together a whole bunch of fanfic of Mr. X and chump slap driving around the country in a van solving mysteries. <laughs> <laughs> and they wanted approval from the source. Where would they send that email to, Sir Chump Slap? You can send it to plottytime at gmail.com. Perfect. And let's say they wanted to get to us on the socials a lot faster about why Chief Irons was the one you should be screwing. <laughs> Where would they do that, Dr. Scientist? At Plotty Time on Instagram and Twitter. Perfect. Well, that does it for us. So, I don't know, get out there, play some games, be awesome, and don't trust Dr. Scientist. <laughs> don't go out there. Stay home. I trust other scientists. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just not this one. <laughs> yeah.